Welcome to the Soul Purpose Driven Podcast, where we talk to, for, and about the rise of soul-aligned entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Caitlin Anne-Marie, and I believe that we each have a purpose on this planet. When you turn your soul's purpose into a successful business, you become the change you wish to see in the world. If you're ready to activate your next level of entrepreneurship, then subscribe and tune in for tips, tricks, and high vibe conversations that will amplify your magic. Hi, everyone, and welcome back for another episode of Soul Purpose Driven. I am smiling so big because today I have with me Natalie Melchiori, who is somebody that I've known for over two years now. We met through Instagram and I had the pleasure of coaching her one-to-one a few times throughout the past two years. And I wanted to bring Natalie on here today so that we can talk about some of the things that we all need to talk about. We all need to normalize, which is taking big leaps and following your intuition. And Natalie, I'm so happy to have you here because you're such a great example of this. So thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, Caitlin. I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. So this is going to be such a great talk. I mean, we've known each other for a bit now, you know, I've, I've seen so many evolutions of you and, um, you know, I think you keep it really, really real. (laughs) And for those of you who don't know Natalie, she is a women's hormonal health coach and a really, I mean, I'm going to say so many like general things that I could probably be more detailed about, but I think she's just an inspiring human being. She's very grounded. She's very authentic, very transparent. Um, She shares a lot of things that, you know, we don't get to hear. And as women, I think a lot of the conversations that you share with your audience are so impactful. And um, (laughs) I feel in many ways, it's like you, you know, no bounds, whereas so many other leaders out there might shy away from some of the topics that you talk about. And I can just, every time you post something, I see that it is highly impactful. So I'm excited to share Natalie with you all today, and I hope that you go ahead and follow her for sure. Um, but Natalie, do you want to do a, a more clear introduction? Because I'm just fangirling because I love you. <laughs> so sweet. I, I'm just sitting here like, oh, just basking in the shower of everything that you're <laughs> reflecting back to me. Um, yeah, that everything you said is so true. And, um, you know, In my work as a women's hormonal health coach, you know, I'm working with women specifically who are interested in coming off of hormonal birth control. And through that process, there's a lot of pain involved, Um, maybe pain from symptoms that they're experiencing either while they're on birth control, um, or maybe symptoms that they went on the pill or the IUD or something like that to um, kind of correct. And then there's just a lot of pain in like the experience of being in the female body. So we talk about a lot of that and a lot of the shame that goes into it. And yeah, a lot of the content that I'm speaking about now is, you know, around HPV. Um, I've been through my own journey of, you know, healing myself from HPV through natural approaches, um, not going through the conventional route. So 
so many young women have reached out to me who are experiencing this as well. So yeah, I just really enjoy having really deep conversations with, um, with women about who they are and helping them to not mask that or suppress that and quite literally through hormonal birth control, but also metaphorically and spiritually through the expression of their intuition and their feminine energy. Yeah. Yeah. And I know this is like a controversial topic for some people, but um, in my own experience, and this is why, you know, for me as a business coach, it's like, I don't do coaching because it's like, I don't know. Some people think business coaching, it's like, oh, it's an easy thing to do. It's a great way to make money on all this stuff. But I really truly work with people because they inspire me. And I remember when we connected, I was in a process of, I think I, it was like a four-year cycle of trying to come off hormonal birth control, then feeling like I needed to go on it because I had different health issues. And people kept telling me the only way to overcome them was to be on the pill and I, I now realize it was hindering me in so many different ways with my feminine energy, my expression, my intuition. And for those of you who are here, because you know me, I know that some people will probably tune in because they know Natalie, but for those of you who know me, you know, I'm, I'm always talking about using your intuition and being connected to yourself. So having that experience of hormonal birth control and not being connected with myself. One, I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't know what it was like to be connected to myself. And then I came off and it was a whole new world. Yeah, that was my exact same experience. And, you know, I didn't set out to start the business that I have and do this specific work. It's more that I found the value and the benefit um, of the power of stepping into my intuition after coming off of hormonal birth control that was so transformative for me that I just couldn't help <laughs> but want to, you know, guide guide others in being able to experience that for themselves too. Yeah. So you would say that the process of coming off of you were not an IUD, correct? The process of coming off of that also helped your intuition increase and then you saw the, the business vision ahead of you? Uh, oh yeah, like a million percent. So when I was first starting out, this was back in, I think 2011. Um, and gosh, I guess we're just kind of going into the conversation of like the many leaps that I've taken since then. Um, but yeah, back in 2011, you know, working a nine to five job and just feeling like I was in a very toxic environment. Um, which funny enough, like the metaphor in that too, also of the, you know, the symbolism be behind having synthetic hormones in my body and creating, I don't know if I would go so far as to say a toxic environment internally, but definitely disruption internally and feeling imbalanced. Um, but yeah, just through that whole experience and, you know, starting to notice like the initial signs of my intuition, which I did not know were my intuition at all back then. I wouldn't have even told you that I knew what my intuition was or how to connect to it. Um, but the initial signs were, you know, having depression, like recurrent, um, longstanding bouts of depression, chronic constipation, um, 
just like feeling extremely bloated, not being able to have a bowel movement for days on end, knowing that's not normal, but also like not really paying too much attention to it as well. Um, and then just feeling really fatigued too by that whole environment. And so that was like the beginnings of starting to have an awareness of the signs that my body was sending to me, um, that things were, you know, out of balance and needed attention. Um, and so, you know, like through that, I started developing a yoga practice. And again, I have no idea why. I mean, I had like an interest in fitness, but like I hadn't taken a yoga class since I was probably 10 years old. Like I remember going to a yoga studio on Long Island. <laughs> Love that place. <laughs> out, 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 out in Sag Harbor um, with my family. And um, I'm sorry, I'm like having a moment right now, like realizing the connection that you and I have in, in all of this work and my journey too, and where, where you're from, where you've lived and all of this. Um, but yeah, like yoga for some reason called to me and I developed a really strong practice with it and was, you know, going three times a week, um, for a full year. And that really helped me step out of my mind space, my thoughts. I didn't realize back then how much I was centered in my mind and my thoughts. Um, so that gave me space to kind of like step back and realize, oh, like this is not my natural state. Like when I'm in yoga and I'm practicing, this feels um, peaceful. This, this feels like a natural state. Um, so yeah, there's like this whole cascade. I'm sure we could talk for hours about all of this, but um, all of these things started to lead me to looking deeper into my health and what was going on and what might be the root of it and visiting various doctors and not getting any answers. Um, every like labs coming back normal despite feeling anything but normal. And so as I reflected back, like the one consistent thing is that I had been on hormonal birth control for 18 years, um, which at that point was more than half of my life. And I just had this thought, like, what, what if, what if I came off of it? Like, I don't want to get pregnant. That's why I was on it. But I had heard, like, maybe you could do that naturally and avoid pregnancy without being on any synthetic hormones. So that was like the path that I started down it. Um, and then, oh gosh, like so, so many other events started to align. Um, I got my health coaching certification. I apprenticed under a woman who specialized in hormonal health. Shout out to Nicole Jardim, my mentor. Um, and really like got the confidence. Okay, like I'm going to pull the plug, <laughs> like pull the IUD out of my body. I didn't do it. I went to a doctor and that was... <laughs> I've, I've met women who have done it on their own. I would faint. <laughs> But um, yeah, it, that moment in the doctor's office, which I will add, she tried to talk me out of it, my doctor. She said, oh, well, we could just put the copper IUD. That doesn't have any hormones. And I'm like, no, there, there's something about the IUD itself. Like it needs to be gone. And so she removed it. And like in that very moment, it, I don't even have words to describe it. It was just like, an energetic flood through my body from my crown into my cervix <laughs> where the IUD was placed. And once that was removed, it felt like 
light rushing in, just feeling like an immediate, literally like somebody turning the lights on. And I talk about it, like the difference between seeing, like watching television in black and white versus watching it in color. And like, that was the experience that I felt. And so that was like the first time where I realized, okay, there's, there's something outside of me that is influencing me and affecting me. And I'm feeling it within my body, you know, like my mind did not create this, you know, it's not like me going to yoga class, making like that commitment to myself to, you know, do something for myself. Like this was a transformation that was like beyond my own will. And so that's when I realized like, oh, all, all of these things that I've been experiencing, it's the same energy that's been communicating with me. Um, I just felt it in like a very strong, powerful way. And like, oh, th this is intuition. Like this, I had this like thought to do this and that thought did not come from my own mind. And like it guided me and this is the experience that I had and it feels wonderful and amazing. And then is like, okay, how, how do I keep in connection with this and use this to continue to shift my life towards where I wanted to go? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's such a powerful journey. And like that, that conversation that you get that happens within you, but it's not you, but it's so clear. You can't ignore it. You know, I'm sure anyone out there who's listening, if you've felt that or you've heard that it's something that's so unshakable like you hear it and you can't unhear it and you hear it and you know it's not you you know it's not conscious and you can't erase it you can't ignore it so what would you say were some of the the action steps that you started to take that allowed you to really connect with your intuition after that um yeah, well, so I would say, like, while it was a very transformative experience, um, it wasn't like my, my actions <laughs> changed immediately. Um, I had the awareness, but I was still, still blocked, still had fear. Um, I could hear the voice. It wasn't going away. It kept saying things to me. Um, but like, I was still scared and I didn't know how, and like the, the mental mind part of it like, was still present. And so, you know, I, I kind of like floundered around with things. Um, but I will say one, one decisive thing that I did after that experience was, um, committing to quitting that nine to five job that I just like so deeply hated <laughs> and doing that with, you know, like, of course, like setting, setting myself up for my own safety and security, like the things that I felt that I needed to make that leap, you know, having money um, saved up in the bank, um, spending, I committed, you know, like six months, try it out, see what happens. Um, but then still like having, having that fear in there. And so I floundered for probably like two years after that, um, you know, going back to working jobs, um, still staying within the same industry. I was working in higher education before, um, but trying out different coaching um, 
specialties like arenas. Like I, I got certified as a health coach at one point. I'm like, oh, maybe I, I'm meant to be a personal stylist because like this health coaching thing isn't working out. So like going, going back and forth and again, like reflecting back, always looking for affirmation, guidance, like from outside of myself, you know, like asking other people for their advice, like, what should I do? Is this the best thing for me? How do I do this? Um, so it's been a really long learning process and journey in this. Um, but yes, it's the process that led me to you, which like you held such great space for me to be able to explore all of this and like finally take the leap one last time to like fully commit to leaving all of those old jobs behind and never going back to them. Mm. Shameless plug for your services. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a paid advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you. And, you know, I think one of the big things that we spoke about was, you know, what is your plan B doing to your plan A? You had this plan B of having, you know, a backup job and a backup this and a backup that. And simultaneously, there were years and years in the making of you being like, that's plan A. I see it. I want it. I need it. Like to be in my fullest expression, plan A needs to work. And, you know, this is also a shameless plug for you. Like it takes a lot of courage to invest in a coach. And, you did it. And you did a lot of other things too. And um, gosh, there are so many questions that I feel we can dive into here. I think before we go further, I want to talk a little bit about fullest expression of self. And I would love to hear how you might kind of define that. Like what, what does it mean for a person to be in the fullest expression of themselves? That's such a good question. Um, it's a very timely question too, because I feel like I'm just now starting to step into that space. Um, and again, it's just like fully leaning into trust of yourself and your gifts and your message um and i i feel like i've been able to connect to it when i separate out what what is coming from a, a place of fear versus what is coming from this like deep, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it, like joy, pleasure, um, just feeling, feeling like I'm giving, giving of myself. I, and, and it's so, I, I know I'm being so esoteric about this and not really nailing it down, but I am intentionally saying that because I don't think it is any one thing for any person. Um, I think it's just coming to an awareness and a realization of when you are acting in 
your best interest of what is going to serve you to serve others versus what is serving your mind and your thoughts, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Maybe I can bring it a little bit more down to earth because like I've, I've felt so much pressure to have an identity based around my career and what I do and finding a definition in success for myself that is based on achievement. And like that was always reinforced through schooling for me, um, reinforced by my employers, being a good employee, um, just really excelling and being good at doing something. And so that was always based on external validation, right? And through this process of becoming self-employed, like I, I'm defining that for myself. Like nobody else is telling me what my level of success is based on. Like I'm actually writing that for myself. And it looks wildly different than anything that I was taught in school. Um, I have a master's in business. Um, they don't teach any of what I'm doing. <laughs> um, it's definitely way different than what my parents saw for myself. And so like, yeah, I, I know not everybody who's listening has, you know, will identify around that, but I've met a good number of people who have been trapped in that like career identity, um, kind of those shackles. And so being self-expressed is like allowing yourself to release yourself from that and like step into your own power and your vision to like define what that is. And, you know, I've, I've looked back at a lot of me growing up as a child and, you know, like what, what are my joys and my like natural inclinations for things, um, you know, like I've started playing piano again, which I haven't played since I was eight years old. So yeah, just like reconnecting to what makes you happy <laughs> I guess. from like a deep soul level and not just like a temporary fleeting in the moment, happy level. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, and the thing that I'm seeing is like the duality of making choices that constrict you and confine you versus making choices that like expand you and like joy is expansive self-expression is expansive and like attracts like so if you're trying to live an expansive life <laughs> even those little decisions that feel expansive for you are important and I think you know this kind of leads into parts of, you know, the leaps that you've taken. Like, I remember when you were living in a condo that you bought when you were what, in your twenties, you were living in that condo for 13 years. We were working together one-to-one. -one. You were in the process of leaving your full-time job and selling your condo. And so it, there's this duality of like, here's full self-expression, leaving a home, leaving a job, going in the direction of your dreams, like moving to another state and simultaneously, yeah, there's this constriction I'm sure of like the fear, but you moved through it and now you're <laughs> celebrating like a year and a half 
living in Oregon and being your own boss. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been interesting. Like it's that whole process that I just described where, you know, yeah, as you mentioned, like I bought my first, um, condo when I was 27, um, you know, was making really good money working on job, like leveraging my MBA and just like had so much identity trapped around that and to like completely leave all of that behind, like quit that job, sell the condo and just like start fresh on a blank page and then put trust in myself that I could do this <laughs> and also like, yeah, just rewrite what my future looks like, which looks nothing like it did before. Um, yeah, it, it takes a lot of courage and it, it, it's something I was so scared to do for so long. And I remember when I first moved out here, we chatted, um, not that, that long after a couple months after. And I remember saying to you, I don't want to forget this feeling like, and get emotional. Me making that leap was the easiest thing that I ever did. And I was scared and paralyzed for so many years. But for me to take that leap and feel the freedom of it was just like so heart opening. <laughs> and it's something that I just carry with me because every single decision like that, every move going forward since then has become so much easier because like I've built that muscle, that trust muscle in myself. So, um, yeah, it's like, it's the scary free fall, but, um, it, it just, it works out. <laughs> I don't know how, but it works out. <laughs> I'm not crying. <laughs> I'm really hard not to cry. No, I'm not trying really hard. I'm, I'm just an earth sign, <laughs> but on the inside, I'm crying <laughs> yeah. because I, I remember that conversation and I, I remember how much courage it took for you to step through that. And it truly was that concept of like, when being where you are gets so uncomfortable, when the fear gets so uncomfortable, like you have no choice, but to take the leap. And yeah. And if I could just say that, that was the feeling that I wanted to remember from that, that I spent probably six years in such pain. And then in one moment, I felt released from it. So like, I promised myself that I would never spend that much time, like stuck in fear and indecision when I knew that I could free myself of it by just making a decision and making the change. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this question comes through for, yeah, I feel like this episode is just going to land at the right time in the right place in the right ears. And for anyone who's listening, my question for you is what if you made the choice without the fear? Like, whatever choice it is that you have ahead of you, whatever next step you have ahead of you, what if you make that choice 
without entertaining the fear. Natalie, what would you say to somebody who's feeling a lot of fear right now and, and knows that there's a leap that they need to take? <sighs> oh, girl. <laughs> like, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I've been in it so deeply. Like, I know exactly where you are and how you feel. Um, I, I feel like the advice is that maybe this will resonate with you, maybe not. Um, I'm an overthinker. <laughs> and so I get stuck in the fear. Um, I get stuck in my patterns. I notice that there's a patterning in the fear. Um, and all of it gets like riled up when I'm triggered. So like I can go into the calm, like once the fear subsides, I'll be in the calm, I'll be in like the safety of my comfort zone. It still sucks, but like calm down, but then I'll get triggered again. And it's like, okay, like, I forgot to use a swear word, <laughs> but like, oh, frick, like it's back again. Like I don't feel different. Um, so I guess the message is that your intuitive power is so much greater than your mind. And if you can practice connecting with your intuition, doesn't mean you have to act on it today or tomorrow, <laughs> um, but if you can just connect with it and start to feel its power, that gradually that will overtake the mind. It will, it will step you the seat and lead you to the driver's seat and lead you to where you need to go. So like, all you need to do is just continue practicing, connecting to the source of your intuition. Yeah, there's so many good pieces of advice in there. Thank you for sharing that. You're so welcome. It's just to like reflect a little bit on what you just shared. It's um, the invitation to listen to that little voice inside of you that is brave and is trusting and is surrendering to what's possible and it doesn't have to be a big huge change today but there is a cycle and there is a pattern that we often get stuck in when we're circling around in our comfort zones and if you just take one tiny step that's different it's going to make a huge difference you keep doing the same steps over and over again you're going to get the same results you make even one step you could get a different result. Mm. Natalie, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your story. And I warned you all, I told you, she's going to be transparent and vulnerable and she's going to share the things that, you know, you really need to hear because not everyone's going to share the way that Natalie shares. So um, definitely find her on Instagram, find her wherever you can find her. Natalie, I know you have a, a Instagram handle you can share with them, a Facebook group for tuning into your cycle. Can you share that with our audience? Yeah. Well, first, let me just say it was my pleasure. Like I did not come on here expecting to cry, <laughs> but like this is part of the new me. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can find me on Instagram. 
Um, my handle is my full name. I'll spell it out for you. Um, it's so it's Natalie N A T A L I E. Last name's Melchiori M E L C H I O R R E. Um, I'm I mostly hang out on there, and then I also run a Facebook community called the Tune and Cheer Cycle Group, um, where we check in on the four main phases of the moon and we check in with our menstrual cycles and see what phase we're in and how we're doing and kind of chat about all that stuff. Um, and then also in my Instagram, I have in my link in my bio, I have a couple resources available to you, um, specifically if you are looking to come off the, um, the pill or any form of hormonal birth control, I have a three-step guide on how to go about that process. Yeah. And it's beautiful. I have to say, I really love your graphics whenever you make PDFs. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> this girl's got style. Inspiring <laughs> graphic designer over here. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll add all the links and Natalie's handle into the show notes. So if you didn't catch that, then just like scroll down into the show notes and you can catch all this information there as well. Oh, Natalie. It's literally always a pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing everything that you shared today and the tips and the advice and the encouragement. And um, I know that whoever's listening is benefiting so greatly from this episode. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And yeah, if you listening, if this resonated, please reach out, send me a message. I'd love to connect with you. Yeah. All right, loves. If you enjoyed this episode, you know what to do. Do the things, share it with somebody who could hear it and benefit from it. And maybe they're an entrepreneur, maybe there's somebody in their nine to five, somebody ready to sell a condo they've owned for 13 years and move across the country. Somebody needs to hear this. So do your friends and loved ones a favor and share it with them. <laughs> and thank you again, Soul Family. We will talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead, like, subscribe, or share somewhere that soul purpose-driven people can find it. I believe that as soul-aligned leaders, we have the power to change the world, and we do this together. So I'm grateful to have you as a supporter, as a listener. And until next time, be well, soul family. Talk to you soon. <laughs>